Hello and welcome to your GG Replay for Monday, July 5th, 2021. We made it, guys. It's Monday. We made it to another week. GG Replay is a Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. We break down the latest in gaming news hosted by the Good Night Groofs, a place for games and a place for goofs. Still uh, workshopping that slogan there. I am here. My name is Paul, and always I am joined by matt how are you doing today matt how was your weekend did you have a good uh fourth of july weekend over there in the united states of america i did i did it was pretty good didn't go crazy but watched some fireworks um had some fireworks in the neighborhood my dog nice. I'm, pr- I'm proud of my dog because she uh, she did she did really well she she didn't really get upset by the fireworks at all she would start nice. barking but only to bark at other dogs who were barking at the fireworks so nice. Yeah, it's great. She doesn't. She doesn't. It doesn't bother her at all. It's funny. My uh, my in laws, their their dog, they have to like put him in a thunder shirt, put him yeah. in, and like he goes and hides it dog, in the closet in the that. dark, and uh, so yeah, we lucked out with our dog. But yeah, she she was very really good. Cool. I was proud of her. But yeah, it was it was a good fourth. It was chill. We uh, yeah. had some. We ate some watermelon outdoors to, to I get love the true that. 4th of July feel. and Perfect uh, place to eat uh, some watermelon, I feel like, is outdoors. Yeah, it's a good time. It it's, it's not an indoor food. It's, it's not. Really, I think it's a little messy. Uh, also, I have dropped more than my fair share of watermelons on the ground and had them explode. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, it only happened once, but I think that's more than my fair share. Yeah. Zero is yeah. the fair amount that you're allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, we still ate it. We still ate it. Um, but, you know. We got it's it. Got a, it's you, got a built-in shell. It's like a turtle. It's got you just flip it over, built-in bowl. Yeah. Don't, uh, you're, don't go dropping turtles. The fair share on that is zero as well. Zero as well, absolutely. There's no fair share to drop these things. <laughs> yeah. uh, corrections from the previous show, we didn't have any because we're perfect. But just to remind everyone, if you come across any necessary corrections in today's episode, please send them to ggreplayshow at gmail.com. Or if you're watching this on YouTube and looking at our lovely faces, please feel free to comment below so we can address them in the next episode. Um, yeah, we're putting you guys on notice. If you guys uh, get your red pens out, uh, you you teachers and uh, mark our work so that we don't mess anything up in the news but grade us on a curve yeah absolutely make sure you grade us on uh grace for style too we really yeah. want the it's uh really what we're and for effort for right and for effort not for spelling because uh y- you don't know how i'm spelling <laughs> these words in my head could be spelling them anyway. <laughs> Do you think anyone? I think there were people, there was like a Reddit thread. Is it like a thing? Some people like think about things in their head. They have a running monologue or some say things, and I couldn't. I think everyone does both. I, that's really confusing to me. But I was wondering if anyone like spells out words in their head before they say them, or they like they like can see uh, yeah. them written. I don't do that, but I can imagine. Someone I definitely doing that. don't do that, but it's an interesting thought. And then they spell. But I'm imagining doing that, and then you spell everything wrong. Oh yeah, but it sounds I know some normal. people who would do that. uh jumping right into the stories here uh big one for us mmo nerds over here final fantasy 14 broke its concurrent player record on steam this weekend hitting over forty-seven thousand players now it's important to uh, to note that this is not a steam only game in fact a lot of people play this in uh, the the square enix launcher um so you know it's not going to give you obviously the total number but this is definitely a big stride and definitely a lot of people play it on steam 
so pretty crazy. Uh, Matt, uh, do you want to kind of run down some of the, the factors that we think led to this? Because I, I think there's definitely a few things we can tangibly notice, and it's not a random occurrence. Yeah. So this can likely be attributed to two major things. So one, the game was on Steam sale this weekend. Um, Big deal. And so, yeah, I, people, I know I picked it up last year at some point when it was on sale. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one of those games you just, you want to get on sale, Paul, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah. number two, and, and probably the bigger reason, um, popular WoW streamer, and honestly, not just WoW streamer, but one of the biggest streamers on Twitch, um, yep. Asmongold was trying out the game for the first time. Uh, yep. Over the weekend. And uh, Code Carnage was as well. Not a, a, Another big streamer. Not quite as big as Asmongold. But mm-hmm. um, obviously people see Asmongold playing Final Fantasy fourteen. All these WoW players who've never tried it before. And they're like, okay, maybe maybe we'll give it a shot. But um, yeah, I mean, Asmongold averaged 142,000 viewers watching him play Final Fantasy fourteen over the weekend. Now, not everyone was psyched to see Asmin playing this. So I think it's important to note that Asmin is a, a famous WoW streamer. Um, uh, has, has had some issues with the game recently, as I think, you know, I don't want to take a term, but a lot of WoW players have had as, as, as Blizzard's kind of changing course a little bit. People are seeing saying that WoW is, you know, we're having kind of a big content drought. Um, the last patch took nine months to come out. A lot of people are kind of feeling a little fed up even after the patch came out. Um, so it's kind of interesting timing that Asmin then went to Final Fantasy fourteen and was kind of speaking out a little bit about World of Warcraft. Um, and in that time, a lead project manager at Blizzard uh, on Twitter uh, called Asmongold an asshole. Um, now, obviously, there was context to this a little bit. Uh, you know, someone else was calling him out over different things, saying that he had some, you know, some some un, uh, unsatisfactory behavior in, in certain groups online and things like that before. So, you know, there's a lot of it's, you know, Twitch drama. Um, but that being said, yeah, um, we actually have some some Blizzard uh, product managers and, and devs getting a little upset um, that Asmin has swapped games uh, potentially. Uh, you know, so yeah, could could be a hit for WoW uh, a little bit. It's a little bit of a hit for WoW to have a major WoW streamer who's stuck with the game for a very long time to kind of try something else, and and also because of this last tweet, Asmin's not speaking out more against Blizzard, and so we're, it's creating more and more friction here. I think one of the things that um, that bothered Asman in this whole thing is that um, the tweet came from a verified Twitter account, and a, a big discussion is going on now about how like if you're verified on Twitter because of your employer, it's not necessarily a true private Twitter account anymore, and so. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think that's people are having issue with someone who was verified because they work at Blizzard calling the almost biggest like WoW a, streamer an asshole. Almost you know? kind of like libel in a way or just kind of like not certainly pretty gauche. Just <laughs> yeah, just not something yeah. you probably want to be doing as as a higher up at at Blizzard. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean the, obviously that that situation aside, it's really interesting to to see this happen. I personally played uh final fantasy 14 at the beginning of the whole quarantine period i played about 30 hours of it and mm-hmm. 30 35 hours i just couldn't really get into it um i totally can see why people like the game totally get yeah. it just not really for me i know that they have since um had a major patch that yeah. took slimmed down the main story quest a lot so 
I might be willing to go in and give it another shot. Um, yep. But that that was one of my bigger issues was just the what sometimes can become a slog of, of getting through that main story quest. Um, at least for the first, you know, a realm reborn or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this is interesting. You know, good for Final Fantasy. Give WoW more competition because it's going to sure. make Blizzard be better. You know. Yeah. So I'm all for it, this. I'm all for it too, and I and I'm really hoping that uh, I'm really hoping we can, someone can. It's great to see someone call Blizzard out, and uh, and maybe we'll get some good responses. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Um, speaking of. Uh, well, you know, let's let's shift gears to a game that people, uh, well, mostly universally <laughs> love. Um, there was a little bit of backlash there too a, few, a year, a couple years ago, but uh, HBO's The Last of Us has finally started filming. A uh, photo from the set was posted to Instagram by actor Gabriel Luna, who's playing Tommy, uh, with Pedro Pascal Joel in the photo. Pretty exciting. Uh, I know Matt as a resident uh, Sony pony and fan of Last of Us. Uh, what do you what what are you thinking? Are you getting the heebie-jeebies? Are you getting goose pimples on your arms? Are you excited? <laughs> are you my grandmother? Goose pimples? I am. Are you getting goose pimples from the video game movie? That would be really weird if all of a sudden you were my grandmother. That would be so weird. Imagine if it turned out this whole time I was your grandmother and I went back in time. Anyway, anyway um, what do you think? Um, what do you think? I you know I'm excited for this because I think that The Last of Us that world and that story really lends itself well to a TV series. I'm excited by the fact that Neil Druckmann is actually writing for the show. Um, I'm excited that it's HBO who is not going to shy away from, from really going all in on serious content. Um, I think that this, I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about is people who, there are people who are just never going to play video games and sure. I think that The Last of Us story is a worthwhile story. And so I'm happy that more people are going to see that story who would never play the game. Think about so many like nerdy people or people who are game adjacent, who are like internet savvy. I know a lot of people like this who watched um, playthroughs of The Last of Us who never would pick it up uh, just because like the story is that good. Um, I, so I think it's, I mean, looking at that kind of thing, this is like, I mean, just such a great idea to, to make. I, I think it's going to be hard for it not to just nail it. I think and Pedro Pascal is awesome. Pedro Pascal can, can do no wrong and he's, he can, yeah, exactly. He's going to be a fantastic Joel. I, I totally believe yeah. that. Same. So, I, I think, so I'm excited. I think that, yeah, I think it'll only lend to more, you know, better world building and just continuing to expand the universe and. Uh, keep the flame going while there's going to be a lot of years where they hopefully are kind of working on something new. And so, yeah, that's great. One thing I'm really interested about too is if this story, I don't know, maybe the story branches off into its own thing. Maybe it it, it tells the story of last of us one and then tells the story of what happens between one and two. I don't know. But if they do get to a point somewhere where they tell the story of part two, I'm excited by the idea of Neil Druckmann now that the story already exists and the surprise Abby and all that spoiler mm-hmm. alert is out there, I'm excited to see how Neil Druckmann could rework that story into just you know being a better, more yeah. more well thought out narrative, uh, yeah. and not being constrained by having to keep things secret for a game. So yeah, definitely, I think that's a great idea focus on the journey and not the twist and i think maybe we could get some really good stuff going with that too yeah uh yeah pretty awesome um so just as last of us on hbo is just beginning mortal kombat 11 
is coming to a close. Well, not exactly, but NetherRealm has announced via Twitter that support for Mortal Kombat 11 has come to an end, uh, so there will be no longer any new DLC or new characters. Now, this is not necessarily uh, a huge surprise. Um, you know, they were kind of, I think they'd kind of been saying for a while that they were going to do probably two years of support for Mortal Kombat 11. Um, a lot of people thought, you know, time was probably coming to an end. Um, but that being said, uh, from everything I've, I, I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat guy, but everything I've seen kind of from online makes it seem, uh, from online, I really am your grandma. Um, <laughs> um, as, as, it seems like uh, the Mortal Kombat fans are pretty sated uh, and happy with the content they did get. And there was really, really good um, amounts and, and consistency of, of updates and DLC and, and characters. So it seems like they did what they set out to do and, and they're just moving on to another project, which, you know, is pretty good. I don't think it, it seems to have any real negative effects besides, oh, it's too bad if it, you know, it can't go on forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you know, two years of, of content, I feel is pretty good. I never played Mortal Kombat 11. I'm not really a fighting game guy because yeah. I'm just like not skilled enough probably to be yeah, completely too, honest with the combos and all we're that. We're too old now. Yeah. I yeah. Can't. Uh, but I am like fascinated by the FGC, like the fact that the fighting game community has its own mm -hmm. like title and like they, they're, they're like their own thing in gaming and I'm fascinated Definitely. by that. It's really cool. Um, but I think, I think two years is good. And, and the speculation I'm suggests that the, the next project is maybe a third injustice game which which i think is 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 cool um awesome. so i love i uh, yeah as a non-fighting game guy i definitely enjoyed playing the injustice games um so i can definitely yeah say i'm did I'm they have for more injustice what did they have like a like a story in those games they had a very deep story in those games yeah so they, they there's like long big cutscenes, stories oh, okay. alternate realities and then you know it'll be like it'll kind of pit two characters against each other in the story and then you'll have to get into a fight there or something in that moment um but the the story is is really really good that's the other um, thing is I, like fighting game yeah. stories have gotten really interesting because yeah so they have guilty gear strive just came out and like they don't even they don't have like a instead of doing a story in the actual like gameplay mm -hmm. they just straight up came out with an anime like yeah. it's it's in the game that's basically what um, Dragon Ball Fighters did as well, or okay. Fighters Z, or however you want to. That was the thing. It was um, they used um, Dragon Ball kind of animation, and it was just like an anime interstitially put between the fighting scenes, uh, and, and it was so cool. Like it was one of the better Dragon Ball stories that's been told in a game because wow. they were just able to kind of make an anime that that worked within the thing. I think that's good with fighting games, is you can kind of because there's just fighting. Like I mean, it's not just, but like the like story wise, there's really just you know, mano y mano right. person against each other. Um, they they really have they really have so much framing they have to do if they want to make a good story. So they can just basically put a movie in there and just anytime someone would fight each other, they just make that gameplay. Yeah. Really cool. I, I really love that that more uh, devs are doing really cool way to uh, to shape stories for fighting games. Yeah. So I mean, from everything I understand, Mortal Kombat 11 was was a hit among yeah. the people that like Mortal Kombat. So. Um, even though the the uh, support for it is ending, I'm sure that game is going to live on until Mortal Kombat 12, you know? Yeah. I'm, I don't think Mortal Kombat is going anywhere for a long time. Yep. yep. Uh, moving on, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver, Remaster. Might might be in the works, according to Shipshaw Nick, underscore Nick on Twitter. So I heard, uh, real quick, just to, to interrupt you here. Did I, I get that wrong? I, did I get the name wrong? I... I learned recently, I think it's pronounced Special Nick. 
I think. Oh, special Nick. Yeah, special, special. Ship shawl. I'm a. We're, we're dumb. I said shape shawl before. I yeah. did, and then I I copied you. Special. I get it. Special underscore Nick on Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, he's a prominent uh, leaker. Uh, he leaked the Eagle Island expansion for Ghost of Tsushima, but a week before it was announced. So uh, it's safe to say. I mean, that was not certainly not a super hidden leak. Uh, it does seem like there was a lot of things pointing to that. But that being said. Yeah, it's probably true. Uh, it seems like a pretty reliable leaker at this point. So, you know, interesting to note. Legacy of Kane, we're coming back from the grave. Uh, Matt, uh, do you have any experience playing Legacy of Kane? I know we talked about this a little bit before. I definitely do not. Uh, I, I only vaguely remember it. Thing, I'll be honest. Never played it, but it seems like a game up my alley. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm all here. I'm all about a remaster. Um, it's one of those yeah. games where... As a kid walking through Blockbuster, I saw the box art a million times, but it, yeah. it's just one of those that I never played. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'd be remasters an interesting thing, um, mm-hmm. and I believe that Nick did specify that he went back and asked his source. He's like, "Is this a remaster or a remake?" And they said remaster. Interesting. So not as exciting as it could pot- potentially be. I mean, like. How yeah. remastering a game that's 22 years old? I know it's like putting it's like dipping your toe in the water to see if people are interested, but it's also like dipping it too. You're just like dipping your toenail. You can't feel if the water's cold or, or warm or not. You can't tell anything. Yeah, it's like I don't, it's like you're not gonna. People, there may be a few hardcore uh, Legacy of Kane people who buy it, but it's certainly not gonna elicit. I guess from maybe from the you know what maybe it is. It's like they're they're leaking it and just seeing what the reaction is, and then they're like, psych, we're gonna make a real game. See, um, when I, I don't know. when I hear remaster, I think like new coat of paint or like new coat of varnish or something like that. Yeah, not, same. Not like, like this is the kind of game that you, you need to rework from the ground up. 100%. It's old as, it's old as Methuselah out there. Yeah. Pulling out the grandma lines here. Uh, it's way too old. Uh, not way too old, but it's certainly way too old to make a modern title and expect it to like, to make a big splash um my big thing i think is interesting is this was originally a crystal dynamics game um i was wondering i wonder who is going to be developing this remaster will it be another studio will it possibly be crystal dynamics if it's crystal dynamics does that mean does that spell an a final end for this marvel games service that is not uh not so much panning out the way they thought does this have an effect on that i don't know this makes me think of uh makes me think of the marvel game immediately when i think of crystal dynamics and i wonder um, so, cause I just, I'm waiting for the nail in the coffin in that game eventually to come out where they throw their hands up and go, we admit it. So let me throw this idea. out there. Let me, let me, let me throw this out there for you. So crystal dynamics developed the game. The port was done by Nixus who was just purchased oh my by PlayStation. God. So maybe we'll see the first project that Nixus works on as a PlayStation studio is a Legacy of Kane remaster for PlayStation Five. Did you see that in an article, or did you did you like research that? Did you find that yourself? That's really. When uh, I, I was looking the game up on the Wikipedia yeah. before the show, and I saw that it is... was developed by Crystal, but yeah, it was ported by Nixus. Good catch on that. That's a very interesting. I think you're totally right. I think you nailed it. I think it's. I think that could be a Nixus game. They're they're known for ports that that they they were just purchased by by Sony Square Enix. So that is. Good catch. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So, so yeah, that's, that's... I, we'll put that one on the fridge too. We'll yeah, put that that's a good. That's fridge. yeah, we're putting that one on there. We got <laughs> we're loading it up with our predictions, uh, and that the the beautiful fridge of predictions. Um, if uh, 
you know, if you were trying to stream recently on Twitch, Matt, I don't know if you have been, but uh, a lot of DMCA strikes on music. You know, there's a lot of a lot of issues with that recently. And you know, we we use um, some stream beats for our for our podcast for the intro and outro. We have Harris Heller shout out. Um, shout out. But you know what? You know what? Um, we could always use more. And always. so Riot, the developers of League of Legends and, and Valorant, we know them well. Uh, they have released a DMCA friendly uh, album called Sessions Vi, uh, centered around the character Vi from from uh, League of Legends. Uh, it's kind of her, like, working in her workshop is kind of the theme and, and building things and listening to some lo-fi chill beats. Uh, there are 37 songs, I think, around from 20 different artists, so it's not just uh, one person. They've actually had a collaborative album. Uh, and it is about an hour and a half, so certainly enough to kind of play in the background of some streams or just loop some of the songs, look for your favorite ones kind of weird and cool and i really like it i think that it fits the riot feel a lot i think they know they have a lot of streamers uh doing uh, you know streaming their content yeah uh, and it's really cool just to kind of they know what they know what music is popular as background music and streams and they're like we'll release our own album we'll get some people together and it'll be all themed around our content and i think it's a cool idea it's yeah. really weird and cool i like it i'm into it i like this movement of more and more um, people creating these DMCA friendly albums. Yeah. Um, I think that like, especially for like a developer like Riot to, to do this, it just, it just creates goodwill for them. It cannot yeah. really be that expensive for them to make this happen. Um, no. since they're outsourcing all of it. So yeah, it can't be that expensive. It's only going to make people like you more and, and, yeah. you know, um, see you in a, in a better light and Riot as yeah. we know, can can always use some good they PR. Use so some good PR, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm all about this. This is great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Good PR, uh, good move, Riot. Uh, I wouldn't say good guy, Riot, but good move on the DMCA friendly music. And we look forward to to hearing it ad nauseum on every stream on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> just a little update too uh, on GTA Six. We did talk about this uh, last week on the GG replay, and also on Game Grooves. Shout out to Game Grooves on GoodnightGrooves.com. Uh, Jason Schreier has recently said on Twitter uh, that he heard the same things as Tom Henderson. Uh, Henderson. Henderson. Um, sorry, was... Henderson. Uh, yeah, it's a typo in the <laughs> notes. Typo. Um, notes. The, uh, the industry leaker who said last week uh, to expect GTA 6 around 2025. So we're getting, we're hearing that again. Uh, Henderson, as you also this time wrote, um, <laughs> also said uh, that the game would take place in Myron Vice City. So again, we're corroborating the same stuff. We're really hearing stories coming together here. Um, and we're also hearing, you know, an evolving map akin to stuff like Fortnite. Um, and also the, the talk of multiple protagonists. So a lot of what we were kind of uh, thinking was going to happen already an evolving map uh this to me almost kind of puts forward this idea that i had when we talked about on game groups too this this idea that i think there will be a story in this game but i don't think it's going to be like a dedicated story mode i think it is going to be more like like a Fortnite style story where there's going to be like story missions in the game i'm almost imagining something like sea of thieves almost or something oh, okay where you see like there's story missions and you can do them, but you're kind of always online with some people and people could interrupt your story. Cause it's like a living war. It's more like a breathing world. Um, almost like a know, weird reference, but almost like dark souls three in a way. Is that, I, I never, I you, that one. you can have people like come into your game and like PvP right. with you. Yeah, so I, I think I think there could be something like that where we see like Fortnite style where there's story happening around you that you're not interacting with, but also you can play as different characters and interact with the story, but there's players in the game with you online. I, I don't know. 
I see something like that existing where they're really mer blending the and and uh, blurring the lines between online and story. Uh, but I don't think they're going to cut out story altogether. I really feel like they know that that's a popular thing, and they're just going to try to build that into the 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 stuff that's profitable for them, which is online. And and, and so it's cool to see them talk about multiple protagonists and and an evolving map because it does make me think story. I'm okay with it being a an online game. I think I guess. It it is interesting if you're playing as as three set protagonists. Yeah. Um, how does that? What does that look like if you're online with other people playing? The but there are a lot of Trevors all running around. Right, right. So I, want, like, I wonder yeah. how that works. Um, I don't. I don't really. I don't really have many thoughts on what I prefer. I'm fine with it either way. <clears throat> I I fully trust Rockstar. Like I don't think they're yeah. gonna mess it up. Um. So I, I just want to see the game. I know it's yeah. I know it's so far off, but I'm just excited about it. Um, I think I said it before. I said it before. I think that this GTA Five was there putting their toe in the water into online, and and they did the great story, and then they did online separately. And I think this is going to be the true jump for them to make a game that's going to last. Like they've made GTA Five last. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be like 13 years or something like that. 12 years. Um, I think this will be the real jump to them making a game that they know lasts and evolve and, and really be made, be made to be like that. And, yeah. and so I, and I trust them because it sounds like they're really, they, they did, they did the research, they did the work, they've spent the years kind of supporting online and they made a good story and I think they can really nail it. I know, I know Tom Henderson is a reliable leaker for like, I guess I think battlefield and call of duty is like his bread and butter. And so a lot of people were, were kind of questionable on his GTA six stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact that Jason Schreier, who is without a doubt the biggest journalist, um, yeah, Jeff Grubb is is kind of gaining on him now. But but Jason Schreier still holds the title of you know the biggest like reportive, uh, investigative yeah. journalist or whatever I guess in, in in gaming. So the fact that he's corroborating this tells me that this is probably what we're getting. And I am all mm -hmm. for a modern Vice City. That sounds awesome to me. So yeah, um, yeah, bring it on, Rockstar. Let's do it. Totally in. Bring it on. Come on. I'm in. Uh, moving forward from there, just a little touch on this. It's not necessarily video game news, but it is, uh, you know, game news. Adjacent. Um, I, adjacent, yeah. I, um, I I wouldn't say I would be an authority on Magic the Gathering, so I'm not going to harp on this, but I just saw that uh, Polygon had an exclusive um, launching, uh, talking about, uh, so we, we know there's a Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons collab that's been happening. I haven't been following everything about it, but it's Forgotten Realms. Uh, kind of story and and uh they just came out with uh the new card uh which is going to be a planeswalker card for Mordenkainen's uh or Mordenkainen rather and there is uh Mordenkainen's full hound um it's it's all built around uh powering up the hound basically drawing cards making your max hand size larger making his hound more powerful anyway the point is it's very very cool this was Gary Gygax, the creator and founder of D&D. &D. This was his uh, personal player character was Mordenkainen. And so it's really cool to see them make a legendary Planeswalker. You know, get, you know, paying homage to Gary Gygax and, uh, and paying homage to one of the most uh, known wizards and characters in uh, the Forgotten Realms. So really cool. Just saw that. I thought it was a really neat story. And I thought it was neat that, uh, you know, not just the D&D &D crossover, which I'm already really excited for in Magic, um and uh but i just don't have you know for me it's the thing i just don't have the money right now for cardboard crack and i don't have the money uh <laughs> to even really get into arena as much as i'd like to um so you know i'm kind of waiting it out to get back into magic but I, i'm glad to know there's gonna be a lot of awesome cards and exciting sets waiting for me when i finally return 
I have I have nothing to say on this other than um, it's cool to see these two brands combining. It's, for it's cool because Wizard Wizard owns both, so Wizard right, owns both. Right. So why not? Like why not? It's so cool. The and these these are two, you know, old brands who really set the bar for a lot of things that we yeah. like. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see them come yeah, together on cool. this. Absolutely. I'm really psyched. In fact, after we, I, I got psyched right before, I saw this story right before we started recording. Probably after this, I'm actually going to go look up a bunch of cool collab stuff, more about the D&D Forgotten Realms uh, sets, because I really haven't looked enough into them. Pretty excited. So yeah, if you're, if you've been waiting for it, get in now. It's getting exciting. Uh, that is going to be it for our GG replay this week, but don't, don't leave just yet, because we have some things to tell you. That is first off, we have a Patreon now, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, you don't owe us any money, and uh, you know you're not you're not our grandmother, so you, you don't have to give us money every birthday or anything like that. But you know, if you like what you're hearing and you like watching us, you could maybe uh, throw us a buck. Uh, we have a couple good uh, levels on our on our Patreon. We have a dollar, three dollar, five dollar, really easy. Uh, gives you some exclusive rights to some content. Check some stuff out. It's really awesome. Uh, so head on over to goodnightgroups.com and you can click the Patreon link or you can head over to patreon.com slash goodnightgroups and, uh, and see what we got cooking over there, uh, which is awesome. In addition, this podcast, uh, this show is also a podcast. It exists in an audio-only form. So if you're watching our beautiful faces on YouTube right now, you can uh, you can listen to this anytime you want uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, anywhere podcasts are uh given to you in your face in your ear holes so those exist you can listen to us while you're honking at people on the the highway it's pretty great or if you're listening to us right now and you're like man i really want to know how how hunky paul is feel free to head on over to youtube because our faces are on there and pretty neat too uh so yeah or, or just both we love it we love we love any way you want to consume the content we are we are funneling to you uh and you know we just want to say to you, any and all support is greatly appreciated because we just we just want to improve this for you. We want to create great content. We like to do it. It's fun for us. It's a hobby. And also, uh, you know, we would just love to to make it better for you and because and, and, we think we have something that those other gaming people don't have, those other journalists don't have. And you know what we have? Well, it's not integrity. I don't know if I'd say that. I'd sell out pretty quickly for uh, <laughs> for a buck. Uh, I don't know. What else is it? Uh, Matt, what do we have? Uh, uh, I don't know. Our faces are fine. Voices, you know, uh, we're just nice guys. We're funny, I think. We've got Moxie. We got Moxie, kid. We got Moxie. And we're not afraid to be very cringy. So, you know, that might be enjoyable, too. Maybe we'll become memed for doing something really embarrassing. Feel free to meme no, us want, doing man. something really embarrassing. That's a great way to go viral. <laughs> that's uh, saying it right here, folks. We'll do anything. To... Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening to this GG replay for Monday july 5th 2021 we can't wait to see you again on wednesday uh and uh yeah and also we hope you enjoyed game groups if you listen to it on sunday we also have another podcast game groups feel free to check it out at goodnightgroups.com or on any of our channels on youtube or podcasts and that kind of stuff yeah so have a great uh, rest of your evening and good night groups my fellow aorzians have a dmca friendly day <laughs>